When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Avs lose to the Anaheim Ducks what ends up being 5-3 to three when you include the empty netter in a game that they blow another two-goal lead. Uh, it's actually been a little while since they've blown one of those, but during the bad stretch before this winning streak, they were doing it with a little bit too much regularity. So understandable that uh, it would uh, it would trigger some bad thoughts. No doubt about that. Uh, a 60 second rundown that I'm not sure anyone wants to do. So I will take it and we'll be sad for a little bit. <laughs> First 35 minutes of this game, the Avs really played very, very well. Uh, they probably deserved more than the one goal they got in the first period, but they did manage to get at least the one there. So very nice work by Miko to clean up a rebound. Unfortunately, they give that goal back pretty quickly off of a juicy rebound from Francois that uh, ends up getting cashed by Frank Vitrano. The second period... Again, other than the last couple minutes of that period, I thought the Avs played great. They were dominating the Ducks for the majority of this hockey game. They get rewarded with two goals, one of which that comes on the power play. Uh, up 3-1 in a hockey game. It's a game they should win from there. And then they just fall apart to two things. One, Pavel Francouz doesn't play well enough. After a bad shift from the Avs' defensive depth, he lets in a goal on the post that he really should have sealed to make it 3-2. Uh, and then in the third period, the Avs kind of get swamped a little bit. Again, their defense struggles to clear the zone. It ultimately leads to two goals against Francois, which we will get into more specifically here. Let's go back. Let's enjoy the good parts of this game first a little bit. I loved the Avs forwards for the majority of this hockey game. The Avs forwards played super duper well. Yeah. Don't love Nathan McKinnon. Okay. Fair enough. He makes a great play on the Sam Gerard goal. Yeah. Very much so. A great, like, a, he creates the goal. Like, whoever is on that backside gets a freebie because of him. Right? Yeah. That's that's all McKinnon. and But that's it. That's the end of his night. Sure. He, he rang one off the post, too, later in the in the night. Oh, good for him. He's getting <laughs> chances. I'm very happy for him. Uh, <laughs> no doubt he will uh, feel great about that going home tonight. <laughs> and probably. Uh, <laughs> you certainly got what you needed out of Miko Rantanen tonight, obviously, with two goals. Oh, uh, sorry. And and really, I think you had fairly solid games. Obviously, you would love a, an actual goal at the end of this game, but you can't fault the ads for not generating opportunities yeah. to score tonight. They certainly generated the opportunities extremely well. A little bit unlucky, a little bit of John Gibson being a great goalie at the end of the game. 
a little bit lack of finish. You can throw all of those things in there, I think, and, and fair enough. But the issues with this game are not going to be coming from the forward core, I don't think. This is not a situation where you feel like the Avs need to be scoring more. Um, Obviously, down one, you would like another goal, but... Well, the way that you start, though, right? You're yeah. up 3-1. Yeah. yeah, you you have a 30 to 10 shot advantage and you yeah. have a 3 to 1 lead in the hockey game. With to lose from that position yeah. is unacceptable. With 3 minutes to go in the second period, yeah. you have that stat it's, line. It's unacceptable. Yep. Yep. It's it's unacceptable from the skaters who Yeah, they took their foot off the gas. They stopped playing hockey. The defense was bad. They just let it happen, but then you look at who's making your mistakes. Where are your breakdowns coming from? They get hemmed in your own. They get hemmed in the zone, and it's it's Eric Johnson literally passing the puck to Frank Vitrano yep. behind his own net after ninety seconds in his own zone. It's Curtis. It's Curtis McDermott just outright fumbling not defending about, a guy, yeah, like doing nothing, just doing nothing on multiple goals against. How how, how are you going to be out on the ice for nine minutes and be on the ice for multiple goals? It's tough. What are you doing? What in the world are you doing? Can, because this this is they've gotten like the avalanche have gotten by they've with, got with I, andreas I england and curtis mcdermott and, gotten away with it for a while yeah like yeah. they this is the but this is the tonight it all it all breaks because you have you have breakdowns from guys that shouldn't be on the ice and then you have a goaltender who has a bad night yep and there's no there's no dancing around this pavel francois has a bad night you can't in any way honestly look at that hockey game and and look at, at the goals that are scored against and everything that happens and and be fine with Pavel Francouz's performance. And you were early on. You, it was fine when they had one goal on 10 yeah. shots. You but don't you, even that one goal you're looking at Frankie and going, that, that wasn't great. That is yeah. a massive rebound yeah. that he gives up that shouldn't be kicked out like that. But the shot that actually beats him is a great shot where you're yeah. just you're not hating on it. You're it's fine. And Lucky just, I mean, he stopped skating after his guy, too. I mean, you know, there's breakdowns everywhere that's going Yeah, on. like, there are multiple things that happen, but yeah. it starts with Franco's, oh, and sure. then it gets worse from there. Yes. Yep. The second goal is unacceptable. Yeah. It's a bad shift by the team in front of him. He makes a couple of good saves, but what is, what is that? Uh, you can't, you have to seal the post. I mean, yeah. you just, an NHL goalie just can never get scored on in that it's, way. It, even, even, even Pavel Francouz will tell you that's unacceptable to give that goal up. Yep. And that gets the, you're at three, one right at the end of the second period that opens up that door. Yep. Because if you go into the third three, one, you're feeling pretty it's a good. Pretty easy lockdown up by two. But you, you go into the third period at three, two in the second and the second period, uh, or the second goal against you're you put squarely on your goaltender and you're like okay if that's the only one I definitely think they've they well, still they should still have and, this for sure. and then their third period team wide Pavel Francouz and every guy in front of him is an unmitigated disaster yeah, I they just get smoked for the first ten minutes of that period it's I, just it's a terror it's terrible hockey they don't come out and play with any intent they don't play with any purpose they don't do anything. And then they tie the game where, again, Curtis McDermott just is defending nothing. He yeah. floats to the corner where the puck is and just sits on the wall yeah, while was, the guy walks awful. right by him. Like, and, and Adam Henrique with a great finish. But the fourth goal is is Pavel Francouz and Pavel Francouz is alone. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's routine. It, 
a routine NHL save, a, a shooter from beyond the circles. It's just a puck that has to be stopped. It's all there really is to it. And it's it's simply not good enough. The last 35 minutes of this hockey game were 25 even. We're just not good enough. I really think, you know, it comes down to a lack of focus. You're you're taking Anaheim for what they are in the standings and you're kind of thinking ahead when you already go up, right, by two goals. Everyone just kind of relaxes, sits back to it. You don't want that to happen. It's just human nature, and it bites them in the ass, though, tonight. Yeah, I mean, you they put the work in to be up 3-1 yeah. with a huge shot advantage. They were dominating the hockey game. They were absolutely dominating yeah. it, and they throw it all away. They completely give it up. Yep. Well, on, on, on top of it, right, you go down. You're trying to get back in the game, and you take a penalty. Yeah, eats up two minutes. You have seven minutes now. You have five. Yep, and uh, and you still should have scored. Yeah. You should have scored well, twice. You had you had too. four or five yeah. great A opportunities at the end of the game, and should they have scored? Should they have shot the puck better? Sure, whatever. At the end of the day, you're looking at a game where their goaltender was better than the Avs goaltender. Absolutely. Yeah. All the breakdowns in front, all the other issues, you win the special teams battle, you do this, you do that, you do all these things, you do them well, and then you get to you get to the very end. Your goaltender just got outplayed by their goaltender. Yep. Yep. John Gibson, John Gibson was just better than Pavel Francois. No two ways around it. Little puck luck as well, but Yes, sure, but also the Avs dug their own grave in this yeah. hockey game. It's yeah, this, these are the weird ones to talk about because they play great hockey for it, over half the you're game. You're talking to it's almost like talking about two different hockey games. Yeah, honestly, I mean, you add up you add up the segments where they played really well. The and first you end up with minutes. 45 minutes of yeah, good hockey. You end up with like, 45 really good minutes, and 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 when they were losing games, it was like they need to play a complete 60. And <laughs> when they win a game where they barely hang on, it's like they need to play a complete 60. <laughs> Anaheim played a complete 16 minutes yep. tonight. And they won the game. And won a hockey game. <laughs> and that's just how the sport goes sometimes. Wow. And this is where goaltending is your great equalizer. Yep. Because when it when you give up, it is so hard in the NHL to score goals. You have to work so hard for the majority of them that when a guy just walks in and throws a wrist shot from three feet inside the blue line, that well, you well, should be able to pick up very cleanly. There's one other guy in the zone. And again, it, mistakes happen. Look, no player is perfect. It's Absolutely. When, it's when they build up. If yeah. if Frankie stops even one of those, yeah. the Avs get at least a point out of tonight. Yeah, you're in a 3-3 hockey game, yeah. and you have no idea how it goes from there. Right. It, but it's when, all right, you had one that's a bad rebound. That's not great, but we'll ignore it. All right, you have one that you just have to have saved. You just need it. And then you have the fourth goal, which is realistically one you just have to have saved as well. Now you're talking about two and a half or three errors, and that's just too many. It's just too many from a goaltender to survive. It's too it's too hard to do that on a regular basis and consistently win when your goaltender plays like that. And it's not. No. And and look, Pavel Francouz. I don't want to like. We're gonna crush Francouz. Of course we are, and because it, he was he he was arguably their worst player. And he'll bounce back, and it'll be fine. And, and he, yeah, like, exactly. Pavel Francouz is. We've talked about it. Just doesn't change anything about him. But this 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 is the and the fact that we were able to talk about it and in the see it coming. Yeah, and and know that one of these types of games was on its way. Yep. It tells you that this is why Pavel Francouz has not 
taken a starting position position in Colorado. Yep. When the, there have been guys who are like, well, let's see if he can be the starter. There's a and now like Jared Bender is not even playing. He knows. He he knows the he knows the score. Yep. He knows who the number one in this team is. It's not him. I have no issues with them playing Francois tonight. No. I don't care that they played him. If you can't trust your backup to go out there and, and beat, again, beat you have one of the better the backups of the out there. Yeah. He should be comfortable beating the Anaheim Ducks. He has a bad game though. Yeah. But and and the problems stack on each other. Yes, Pablo Francois has a bad game. And the reality is the defenseman that the Avs are missing is just catching up to them. Right. And you have you combine both of those. If Georgiev is in there, you get one you get one of those extra saves, you like your chances to win. If Josh Manson and Bowen Byram are in there and they don't have the defensive problems that Curtis McDermott and Andreas England did tonight <laughs> and Brad Hunt did tonight, you like your chances. You like your chances. <laughs> but you had the lineup that you had. You were in the position that you were in. All that considered, they had a three one lead and blew it. They throw it in the trash There's because no they stop working. No excuse. It's the same problem. It was the same. My anger is the same as it was after the Chicago game because the biggest number one thing is that they stopped working. If you just get beat, if you go out there and you work your whole game and you just get beat, that is life in the NHL. It <laughs> happens. But when you go out there and you do all the hard work and you put yourself in a good position like that, you tear up a bad team and then you completely give it all away because you stop doing all the things that you need to do. That's to me, that's, that's a bad, that's a bad loss. It's an unacceptable effort. It's an embarrassing night. Yep. Uh, I mean, just to, this doesn't change my long-term feeling about them making the playoffs. They're doing that. This doesn't make me think that, Oh man, maybe they don't have it this year. I don't know that answer. I don't know. But, the Avs are still this six is, and one in their last seven. This is two points that they were in position to take. It's not like they walked out from opening Absolutely. from opening puck drop Absolutely. and just got bodied. They did all this work. Yeah. I ironic that I'm talking about hard work. I work my fucking ass off, dude. <laughs> I mean, any anyone who says that has no idea what we do. That's we don't even need to get into that. Uh look. Colorado had a game that is unbelievably frustrating and needed to be better, certainly for the parts of it where it fell apart on them. Uh, and and they're still fine. Again, they're 6-1 and one in their last seven. Yep. They have a chance to get back on the winning road if they beat St. Louis and on Saturday before the All-Star game, and you probably don't think about this again if they do that. But... They need to find ways to stop putting themselves in this situation. And look, yes, injuries do matter. Having some of those guys back would have helped, but that's not something the Avs can control. The Avs can control being up 3-1 and not blowing it. And they failed to do so in this hockey game. So you just need just better than that. Threw it away, man. Uh, on that note, even if the Avs lose and you're frustrated with it, you should at least look good while you're frustrated. I know I get frustrated on the golf course all the time. So check out Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel merchandiser of DNVR. You can get 15% off your order when you use code DNVR and check out at pinsandaces.com. They got the hats, they got the shirts, they got the pants, they got all the good stuff to make you look good out on the golf course. They also have their beer sleeve, which you can put right in your golf bag carry seven beers easily in onto the course with you with your golf bag. So when you get frustrated, 
you can have a drink and calm down a little bit. Again, check them out at pinsandaces.com and use the DNVR code at checkout. And then we're also brought to you by Shady Rays, which Blaze and uh, AJ have on here. Uh, great for hiding your angry eyes when the abs blow leads. Yeah. Can confirm. Uh, do, uh, do go get yourself some Shady Rays. They're great at what they do. Uh, they're here in... Uh, we get it. Will you let it go with the Whopper. <sighs> we get it. <laughs> You can go check them out at Park Meadows Mall if you want a physical location. Uh, of course, you can also go online to ShadyRays.com. And we use code DNVR at checkout. You get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. They've been rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Go check them out. Obviously, we all love them. We've been wearing them like crazy since we got them. Uh, they're super cool. I like my crazy over-the-top ones. You can also get some more normal ones like these two have gotten. Uh, if you're into normal sunglasses, like a, like a lame person, that's okay. I understand. Uh, with the glasses, if you get them, if they get lost or cracked or broken in the first 30 days, Shady Rays will replace them for completely free. So get over there to shadyrays.com. They also have uh, snow goggles. If you're, you're a skier or a snowboarder, they got you hooked up there. They've got too. prescription stuff too. Yeah, they do. I almost got those. And I was like, I don't know what my prescription is. So. Well, that's, uh, that's a tough look for you there. <laughs> Just guess and see what you get. <laughs> I need to get that thing updated. <laughs> Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I don't want to rail too much on the guys like Curtis McDermott and Brad Hunt and Andreas England because this is just the reality of playing AHL caliber defensemen on yeah, your team. You get AHL caliber games out of those guys sometimes and it's real hard to win. It's just it's just what happened tonight. I, I don't think there's any two ways around it. All three of them really really struggled in your own in their own defensive zone. And then Eric Johnson What's, also like, did so. Let's be real here. We've talked about Andreas England has been so solid that we aren't we aren't totally in love with the idea of them going out and getting a Jack Johnson or a Dimitri. Kulikov but then he has nights like because this. Andreas England has been solid. Brad Hunt has scored a couple of goals that they really needed in some games. For sure, they've had good moments that that have done it. Curtis McDermott has had a handful of pretty passable games in the last few weeks. There's a reason he was starting to push 10 minutes of ice time. I can't believe this is a conversation, <laughs> but 10 minutes of ice time on a, on a semi-regular basis and here. Like these guys, like we're going to crush them tonight because they were bad and they cost the abs the game. Yep. But uh, like, I want to isolate the problems to just tonight. Absolutely. Okay. Like let's, our frustrations are tonight and tonight alone. I don't want this to be an indictment of these guys overall i don't want it to be an indictment of the entire season or any of this nonsense okay sometimes you just have a bad night at work yep that's just life if you're if you're a hostage of the moment you can't expand that moment to the rest of the season be in the moment and you can be frustrated with that moment and then the moment passes and you stop being frustrated yeah like you have all you have all night and all reason to be upset about this game they throw this game in the trash can. They threw this game in the trash can. Anaheim didn't take it from them. Colorado yep. just gave it up on a silver platter. Yep. And and handed two points to a team that doesn't even want them. When you look at the third pairing, right, on the defense, like what you guys are talking about, when you are a third pairing defensive pair, said it twice, it's kind of weird. <laughs> in the NHL, like, if you're not having your A game, you're going to get worked over. The yep. talent level, like you're, you're right on that fringe, yeah. right? You're AHL, NHL, you're right on that bubble. 
if you're having a good night, you can play in the NHL. When you're having a bad night, looks like you should go back to the AHL. And that's what you're going to get with guys like that that are just sitting at that it, level. And it's and it's a back it goes back to the injuries. The, it it does. And and again, there's no great answer for the injuries. The Avs are going to get through the All-Star break and hey, Josh Manson and Bone Byram are going to be back down the choose again. And and this won't be a, a problem that we really talk about anymore. Well, you'll be able to evaluate what's going on at the defensive it, position uh, for the Avs with the lineup that they want to ice. I don't yeah. even know if it's evaluate. It's if those dudes, if Manson and Bone Byram have a bad game, you can pretty easily say, "Hey, you need to play better." Yeah. If Andres England and Brad Hunt have a bad game. You say, you're going to get that sometimes. <laughs> there isn't really much room to hit their ceiling and, and get better. And, and I think the biggest problem for me consistently that we've seen out of these depth defensemen in golf, you call it hit and hope. You don't really look where you're aiming. <laughs> you don't really think about it. You just hit the ball and hope it goes wherever is good. That's and, all I play all of my goals. Yeah, and that's that's all the way the Avs bottom pairing defense tries to clear the puck. There's no head checks. There's no using your eyes to find the open spot in the ice. It's just dude whacking pucks and hoping it gets out of the zone. And it creates these brutal defensive zone shifts where guys get stuck out there and just at a certain point can no longer play effective hockey because you just can't have a two-minute shift. Yeah. The one that kills you is that is Eric Johnson. Yeah, I agree. Because like the situation that they're in, they have to have four guys that they really lean on in Taves, Makar, Gerard, and Johnson. <laughs> and like Taves, I had no issues with tonight. I didn't think it was a good or bad game. I just he, thought he was fine. Unfortunately, took but, a puck to the, the face puck. at the end. Yeah, of the, uh, yeah. that sucks. Um, but in, in Makar, like, you know, he gets the assist um, on the first for goal, his first but, night back. Yeah. But, but like we've always, we talked about a pregame. He's always been kind of a, like a, work into rhythm guy, not a guy that just you drop into game one and he's bam, he's just there. You know, it's never, he's never kind of had, he's never really been that guy of all the times he's come back from injury. It's never really been the case. Um, but with, with Gerard, you get one of his best games of the season. Yep. We'll you know, talk about him in a little he's bit. He's Very, very good tonight, but you need better from Eric Johnson. And he's had two poor games in a row leading into this where you were like, Hey, Kale is back now, so you can reduce some of yeah. the minutes. Yeah. Hunt matchups need, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and you need to be you need to be comfortable. You need to be able to okay. Uh, you know now now you're managing him a little bit more, but now you're putting him with a Curtis McDermott or you're putting him with some of these other guys. He's got to be the guy that kind of bails them out of a yep. problem. Yep. And we saw the one shift that leads to the second it, goal. It's EJ it's and McDermott Curtis. and yeah. it's EJ and both guys. Both guys make big. Like brutal, mm -hmm. glaring, huge errors with the puck where they can't get it out of the zone, and it leads to extended possession, and it leads to tired legs, and tired legs leads to mistakes, and that's how you end up with a goal against. But it Still all of that have been a goal, but <laughs> all of that considered, the goal that goes in a hundred a hundred percent of the time should still be stopped by Pavel Francouz. Yep, it's and that's where my frustration. I guess that's where my frustration ends with tonight is. All the mistakes that are in front of Frankie, and they exist. There's no getting around any of that. There's no pretending it didn't happen. It still feels like All they should have won mistakes, the game beyond that. They still yeah. probably should win this game three to one or three to two. Yep. yep. Agree. I'd... Because but you but Frankie just Frankie has the same he has the same bad night that Curtis McDermott and Brad Hunt and Eric Johnson and Andreas Engman all did. Yep. 
And and that's just one too many dudes having a bad night. Yeah, and it's really hard to win games in the NHL when your goaltender is one of those guys. Yep. You kind of just hope to survive those. But that's why you play your backup against a team like Anaheim. Because it's easier you to survive. Pick that. Yeah. There's a reason that teams pick the bad teams on the schedule to play their backups. Because your margin for error is a little bit bigger. So you don't need quite the same performance out of your well, goaltender. And, and they would have been fine had Frankie not had and two, arguably three moments tonight. Well, and where again, he just doesn't get the job while done. while the ha- why the hammer falls a little bit harder on Frankie than those other guys is because you expect Frankie to play better than that. You do. You know he has that game in him, and it's going to happen at times. But you expect him to be a better goaltender than an eight seventy one. Is what he finished with tonight. Yeah. It's just not good enough. Yeah. Yep. We didn't care when they had a five nothing lead against Detroit and Francois right. gave up because those goals. goals don't matter. You just don't. You just don't care about those because you're like, okay, well. He's got a five goal lead and everybody's kind of geared it down and blah, 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 blah. Right. Like whatever. But <laughs> this was not that this was a, this was a game that they had in hand, but they were three, one. You still have to, you still have to show up. Yep. All this talk about all oh, they showed up and they, you know, the effort and this and that, but I'm, I, I like refuse to give Pavel Francois a free pass on this one because he was such a problem, such an obvious problem tonight on half of the goals that go in against him. It's just, it's, you've gotten great goaltending for most of this year. We've given, we've given, we've lavished both guys with a ton of praise more often than not. There have been very few games in which you can point to the goaltender and say, this is the number one reason why they lost tonight. And tonight I think is one of the very few games where I start with a, a bad goalie performance. And then I go from there. It's not the end of that list for sure. Well, I think another part of this is the last time the Avs were getting some not great stretch of goaltending, they were also giving them no goal support. Yeah. They were scoring one goal in games, and it's like, well, yeah, your goalie played bad, but you're not going to win with one goal anyway. Pretty much. Tonight, the Avs get three goals past John Gibson, who, again, played great tonight, and they find a way to get three past him. And Frankie just gets outplayed. Just is directly worse than the guy across from that. It's like two trains passing in the yeah. night, going from starting off bad, playing, starting off good, and just swapping positions. Swapping positions. <laughs> and it's just things like that make the contrast of Frankie's play so much more clearly poor tonight. Yeah. And I'm reiterating we're isolating this to tonight. Of yeah. course. This is not an overall indictment of Pavel Francouz. There's nobody sitting on the set right now talking about needing another goaltender. You wake up tomorrow this and is, you still love Pavel Francouz as exactly. your backup. Like, you have, this you tandem no has balls, been awesome. Dude, dude it, has been an, it has been a top five tandem in the NHL this season. Yep. Dude, this just happens. and it's, Frankie's it's a unfor- huge part of that. It's so unfortunate, though, that it just happens to be, you know, when you're playing an Anaheim, it, when you're playing the oh. Yotes, when you're playing... Chicago. Well, and it's it's unfortunate, and it's also tough because you know that limitation of Frankie. Like AJ was saying, we you saw this game coming from Frankie. You didn't know if yeah. it was going to be tonight necessarily, but if his entire career, you've seen him when he gets into those extended runs. About the fifth game, he has to play every fourth or fifth yeah. game, right somewhere in that range. You know, there was the one stretch where he had ten games where everybody fell over themselves to anoint him as the man. Um, back right before the COVID shutdown. Yep. Those were the 10 best games of his career. Oh. And two of those were still not great well, games, dang. but 
He was great in that stretch. Every single other portion of his career, Pavel Francouz, every it, couple of games, he struggled. The, the conference final series last year is a perfect microcosm of, of his career. It's like perfect. Yep. Everything about it. The, the level of his play dipping in the third and fourth game and him getting the insane goal support to where he gets away with it. Yeah. He gives up and, and like that, that is those two games, games three and four against Edmonton are great examples because Frankie gives up a really, really soft goal in game three in the third period. It's the second goal of the game. Yep. Uh, but the abs get through it. Yep. They win that game anyway. Cool. But he only gave up the one softy. Yep. If he stops it at two, if he gets, if he stops it at two tonight, they win, they win the hockey game. Game four, they just had to outscore Pavel Francis. Yep. Which they've done a lot of times in, in his career. You go and look at the number of times he's given up four goals and won a game. It's, it's crazy. A it's, it's crazy. A <laughs> so, uh, I mean, Frankie Frankie had a bad night. I have full faith that the next game that Pavel Francouz plays, he'll be better. He's yep. much, much better. Yeah. He probably wins that game. Yep. yep. It's probably one of the Florida games. It's probably Tampa or Florida. Against a good hockey team. Yeah, against yeah. a good team. Like, he's going to be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but tonight he wasn't, and he was a big reason why those two points got away from them. Yep. I, there were points where he didn't have tons of help. For sure. But it's not like it's not like Mason McTavish came in on a breakaway clean. He had Kale McCarr standing in front of him. There were two guys in the defensive zone. And McTavish just throws a weak wrister. That just goes that just, through him. That, yeah. that goal, that goal, like more than any. The second goal, fine. Bad rebound. Again, great shot. Again, it's that's all, the first goal. It's oh, that's it's right. all of them combined. You take pick all. one, right? Pick one to take yeah. away, and you feel a good bit better about it. Yep. But it was one too many, uh, on the whole, and and again, it, the Avs did him no favors in the third period. Let's not let's not take away from the fact that the Avs just got completely caved for the first twelve minutes of that period. Um, but. Sometimes you need your goalie to bail you out of those situations. Yeah. For, for and like the third goal, we haven't even talked about because we're yeah. like Curtis McDermott blows his assignment yep. and Adam Henrique makes a good play in front of the net. Strong on his stick with yeah. the rod gonna, on him. I'm yeah. never going to crush a goaltender because the guy goes top shelf a right. foot away yeah, from him. Of course not. Give me a break. And But so you give him that goal and you give him the first goal. And if Frankie stops the one he's supposed to, yep, the Avs win the hockey game. Yep. yep. And that's that's in with all the other problems. Yep. Yep. It's it's a tough look. Just a bummer. Uh, Unfortunately, we're gonna smoke St. Louis in two days. We're all gonna feel a lot better going into the break. We'll all be going. (laughs) Regardless, it's a huge missed opportunity to win seven straight. It is. And I know it's weird to be like upset after they've won (laughs) six in a row, but like. Had they won, had they lost to Washington and won tonight, everybody would be would, cool. Would feel chill about it. Everybody sure. would be cool. But because it's, it's once again, now you've you've lost to Anaheim, you've lost to Chicago, you've lost to Arizona, you've lost to Philadelphia. Yep. You lost twice to Vancouver. Yep. And an organization so inept they couldn't even fire their coach correctly. <laughs> it, and you've handed you've handed that's I just rattled off what, ten points? Well, it, that's ten standings points. Look that yeah. they've left on the table. Part of it is opportunities too, right? You had a night where Winnipeg lost tonight. You saw Minnesota win tonight, who the Az are directly competing with right now for the third spot in the in the Central. When people are doing a little bit of that scoreboard watching, seeing where you can make up ground in the division, yeah, nights like tonight. It seemed like missed opportunities. It is a missed opportunity yeah. because they they the the scoreboard 
went Colorado's way around them, and they had a three-one lead against Anaheim that they they gave away. Yep, just gave it away. Now they've got an easy schedule, and they will continue to get healthy, and they're going to make the playoffs. It's fine. Yeah, I, they're going to be again, fine. Outside of tonight, I have literally zero worries about this hockey team through the rest of the regular season. Just not nothing actually seriously concerning other than a tough game from Francois and a bunch of guys who will not be on your defense when it gets to playoff time. Right. Like if these, I tell you, if this is the group that goes into round one, they're going to lose. <laughs> I don't feel good about yeah. it. it. But we know, you know, assuming relative health, we know they're getting defensemen back after the all-star break. It's literally two weeks away. Yeah, from it's, them getting one, one more game, game away. one one game. Yeah, they're one game away from from getting <laughs> at least one, probably two defensemen back. Yeah, they're I mean, probably they getting two, right? Yeah, they from where Byram is right now. You add ten more days, twelve more days. He should be he should be ready to go. And if he's not, it won't be long. It'll be sometime on that that road trip. Yeah. I would I would bet at least a dollar. Yep. Uh, on that note. Don't get injured at work like Devon Taves did. Uh, but if you do, if an accident does happen, you can call Bacchus and Shanker uh, with 222-2222. Go hit the two for a number a while. Words. Uh, get in there. Nice. People are going people are gonna to think you're Bruto again now. Oh, my God. It's, I, I misspoke. Too. I must be hammered, folks. Exactly. <laughs> unfortunate, unfortunate reality. Uh, look, yeah. don't take a puck to the jaw at work i highly recommend you don't do that it hurts but if that did happen to you bacchus and shanker may have a case you can call them they will take on your case or at least look at it for completely free mm-hmm. they think you can win it they'll take it on for completely free and they won't get paid until you win the case you so think it's weird if you went in there and said a duck broke my jaw <laughs> that uh that I, th- I think some i think the receptionist would be like what's the punchline yeah. <laughs> And you're like, it was my job. That was the punchline. <laughs> I could you sue a duck? An Anaheim duck, sure. You could definitely sue an Anaheim <laughs> duck. I don't know if you could sue a duck duck. Might be yeah. a tough to Can win that case. Can you sue a duck? <laughs> I, it, it, to, to be honest with you, it sounds like tomorrow's pod. <laughs> Can you sue a duck? We're going to get somebody from Bacchus and Shanker to come onto the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about injury liability via animals. The legality of suing a duck. Yeah. Uh, whatever your case may be, whether you've been injured in a car accident, whether it was a ride share thing at work, motorcycle, you name it, Bacchus and Shanker has won over a billion dollars for its clients over the years here in Colorado. So they're extremely good at what they do. You can see on the video there, go to coloradolot.net or press two for a while to get a hold of these guys and see if you have a case for completely free. Uh, Also brought to you by Green Mountain Dental Group. looks like Taves might need to hit them up as well based on that puck to the face. He might have lost a couple of teeth tonight. Uh, they will do a great job taking care of you when you get a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with Green Mountain Dental. You get a free Sonicare toothbrush to make sure you're taking care of your teeth at home as well. They're just 15 minutes from downtown over in Lakewood. So go check them out and get your pearly whites nice and pearly white. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. It was a tough night for the bottom end of the abs defense but it was a fantastic night for the guy who has been hated on significantly in the abs defense by the fan base of late 
Sam Gerard balled out tonight. He was really good. He he's no prince tonight. He's getting king of the game on this one. A two point night. The great goal with the nice finish. Off of the finish. A beautiful shot to Miko for the power play that the Abs ended up having, and quietly bailed out a bunch of dudes in the defensive zone tonight repeatedly. Dude, the the replay with Eric Johnson on the other yeah. side just like flailing about. <laughs> And Gerard is like diving in front of pucks, <laughs> and swatting him away, and you're just like, oh my god! Like, like Sam Gerard is on fire tonight. Dude, he took three of those. Like, off of him. Yeah. like everything, everything worked for Sam Gerard and for nobody else on that defense. Yeah. Yep, it was. Oh man, he he was awesome tonight. This is the Sam Gerard that we were all like, yeah, okay. Like this is like this is the best version of the guy. Yep. But you expect like eighty to eighty percent of this kind, yeah. this caliber of player <laughs> most nights. They haven't gotten it. So seeing it, uh, seeing it, seeing it tonight was so yeah. it's dark. It's still in there. Yeah. Yeah, because you're like, okay, there it is. <laughs> yep. This is the guy that we want to see. Yep. Uh, really good. He was really good. Certainly the guy they they need right now, given the the rest of their defense. I saw somebody in chat earlier talking about how it looked like Gerard couldn't even find the puck at times. And I'm just like, buddy, I don't know what you're watching. Yeah, I, I, he was so good tonight. I, I think the his, only thing that you could say from that is like at the very beginning, yeah, his, the his was bouncing. first it, shift, yes. yeah, he well, got there beat was on a race into the zone. That happened, yeah. but then he was just solid. After there was that. the one in the defensive zone where it got like, where he just kept spinning around. He couldn't, he lost it in, it his, in his skates. Yeah. And it ended up not being a problem. Yep. But they, again, Ed, you you see where the Avs are can be at at a level defensively with guys like Sam Gerrard playing well when they get guys back, and and it's it just continues to be why we're not overly concerned about this being a thing going forward. Yeah, yeah. well, because the the floor of the players that should it's be on just their way so back much higher is yeah. much higher than the floor of the guys tonight where we saw those floors. Yep. So. Oh, it's gotten reasonable in here. Has it? I'm still hot as hell. No, dude, it is super hot. We need to get yeah. out of here. I mean, it was like it was at a peak there for a second. <laughs> My goodness, that could be. I just I already hit the point where I I don't feel it anymore. Let's get to super chats here. Just oh, the one. <laughs> Five dollars from vaguely sober. Who... The apps do need a save. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't think BK is gonna get him a save though. Unfortunately. Thank you, Bagley. Really I, important game on Saturday now. Yep. Because St. Louis is losing their way to the All-Star break. You don't want to give them any kind of life. No. You, Bury them. And, and, like, you want to put them down. Maybe more importantly, you need you need points. You yep. just do. You can't, be, you can't be excited about how many games in hand you have all season when you're not getting points. Well, and you just got bumped out of that third spot. Yep. Minnesota, Minnesota did win. Now you're the second wild card again. It was so weird right to me. right on the edge. The number of people that tweeted that out, like, here come the abs, right? Like, I was one of them. I know. And it was so weird to me because I'm like, they're in third place, guys, by yeah. like a point. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're back. I still fully believe that they're back and they're going to chase down some sure. pools. Same. But it was just weird to see so many people do it after the same game where it was like, that's ah, fun. Uh, we climbed <laughs> the mountain and now it's like. You're back down. Is it the mission accomplished Bush on the aircraft carrier? Man, it's like it's like shoots and ladders, man. You just you just took one of the shoots. Okay. P.S. Even if the Avs lost, still 50% off some shirts for the Avs in the DNVR locker. Go check those out. Yeah. And tickets still available for the takeover. 
Yeah, oh. uh, both both tickets on the bus to the game with tickets and just bus tickets. If you already have tickets to the game, we know a lot of y'all are season ticket holders. It's just 20 bucks to get a ticket there and back on the bus, which is literally cheaper than parking. So you might as well jump on the bus with us that way. Um, yeah, Friday, which is tomorrow. It's almost today at this point. Uh, we are doing a live show from the Breck Farmhouse down in Littleton. Looks if you like want to come hang. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, AJ and I will be there doing a live show. If you go down there and mention DNVR, you get 10% off your tab. So come hang out with us on a Friday if you want some uh, some good food and to listen to a show. Uh, really quickly, thoughts on Matt Nieto's first game? As advertised. Yep. Nothing, <laughs> nothing has changed. He's still Matt Nieto. Sounds about right to me. It'll be great when he's like slotted in where he should be at. The Avs are still the Avs, despite a frustrating loss. Matt Nieto still Matt Nieto. Uh, that's all we got. We're going to get out of here. Again, we'll be back tomorrow live from the farmhouse, 1 p.m. Mountain, and, of course, the matinee game Saturday. Some mimosas and hockey. What more could you ask for? We hope to see you on the show or wherever. If you like the podcast version, give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. We appreciate that. And we are out of here. 